All right, it's the end of May, May 28th, May 29th, something like that. I'm Jay. I'm the author of Maximize Your Medicare, the 2019 edition, available everywhere. Go to the website, MaximizeYourMedicare.com, links to all sorts of helpful resources in addition to the podcasts and YouTube channel. Be sure to comment and rate on Apple Podcasts or wherever you digest your podcasts. So, you know, today I got this very interesting situation. I got news of a very interesting situation, which is that for disabled persons, you can get access, you can be Medicare eligible after 24 months of receiving Social Security Disability Insurance benefits. Now, there are some subtleties here. Meaning that, you know, for those persons who are familiar at all with Social Security disability, it is very complicated. There's usually a court hearing unless you have like crazily overwhelming evidence of your, you know, eligibility or for qualification for SSDI. Basically, what happens once approved, you have a five month waiting period. Now, crazily, the reality is, is that the five-month waiting period is really should be restated as at least five months, meaning that if you're eligible for a Social Security disability on the first of a month, then it's five full months. But if you're eligible on the second of that month, then you have five full months plus the remaining 29 days. So really, the waiting period here is not five months, but it should be stated as as at least five months and up to six months. Anyway, once that waiting period has concluded, then there are 24 months of receiving Social Security disability insurance benefits, after which you are immediately eligible for Medicare Part A and Part B. And here is where the problems begin. The important stuff to know here is that once you are eligible for Medicare after the 24-month period of receiving SSDI, the late enrollment penalty tickers for Part B and Part D have now started for you. This gets missed because the... Social Security Administration doesn't necessarily send out notices, okay? And maybe you may not notice because you have health insurance, private health insurance. You may have an arrangement with your prior employer in order to have health insurance for some period, okay? That has basically pushed back or that has eliminated the idea of having a late enrollment penalty because you have credible drug coverage or you have health insurance. However, Let's just say that your health insurance runs out and you decide not to renew because the offending auto insurance company, maybe it's yours, maybe it's the offending um, you know, driver's auto insurance is paying for pain medication or your health care bills that have directly resulted from an auto accident. That's not the same thing as having insurance. I can't overstate this enough because what ends up happening is someone get qualifies for health insurance or from workman's comp, for example, or they get injured in a car accident. So they're the other 
auto insurance company pays for prescriptions. Yeah, that doesn't necessarily that doesn't necessarily stop the Part D late enrollment penalty. Because let's just say, for example, auto insurance company covers, right? They're not necessarily paying for prescription drug coverage. They just may be paying for the prescriptions directly related to an auto accident. So unbeknownst to you, what ends up happening is your late enrollment penalty ticker has started. And let's say this happens, you get a car accident when you're 55 years old. Well, now you turn 65. And then you realize, okay, I need to sign up to Medicare and all the different components. You can listen to this podcast, read the book on all of that stuff. But look, once that period, so now you're at 55, you got in a car accident and it's left you in a situation you cannot work. You get Social Security disability and your pain medications are paid by the, you know, the offending driver's auto insurance. And therefore you think you're covered. Well, yeah, your out-of-pocket costs have been covered by the other auto insurance, but the fact is is that once you became eligible for Medicare Part A, your Part D late enrollment penalty ticker has begun. And so basically, now you are 65 years old, you have 10 years or very close to that of late enrollment penalties apply to you. You know, you're now from 55 to 65 and other situations have occurred, right? Meaning that you've developed other health situations requiring different medications. The auto insurance from the past will pay for the prescriptions from that, the medications from that specific event, not from future events, not from future events. This is just a simple case. There are more complicated cases. Let's just say, okay, now, okay, Jay, you've already told me stuff that I already know, blah, blah, blah. The base case is that when you qualified for SSDI, that the payment level of SSDI can be too high to qualify you for extra help or Medicaid, meaning that you are fully on the hook for Part D, you're fully on the hook for Medicare Advantage plans or Medigap in the limited instances that it is available for those who are less than 65 years old. It's possible. It's not probable in the, in the majority of states in the country. Usually it is the case that those persons on SSDI and Medicare are not eligible for Medicaid, which is a state-specific state-determined qualification. So you'd have to go to your state's you know, health and human services department in order to confirm you know, what your status actually is. That all said, what basically what ends up happening here is that just because I said the base case is usually that when you receive SSDI and Medicare that you are not qualified for Medicaid, because the income you receive disqualifies you from Medicaid, that's not always the case. And you need to know this, not because this necessarily applies to you, but really under the general principle of the fact that base case does not equal always, right? And when base case doesn't equal always, 
it is the surprising and very positive fact. You know, the entire message about Max Max Medicare is really about this single fact, which is that if always does not apply to you, that in fact the rules are heavily bent in your favor. And in this particular instance, the situation is that the person actually did qualify for all three, which is SSDI, Medicare, and Medicaid. Well, unbeknownst to this person who has reached out to us, thank you very much, is that there were other plans available which had very important extra benefits. And for this particular person, that extra benefit was transportation, meaning that certain Medicare plans, depending on the configuration available in your location, have these additional benefits which have very specific usages towards your particular instance. This person doesn't drive. And adult-aged children do not live in the adjoining town, and they work full-time. Getting to the doctor is not a trivial issue. It's something they actually have to plan for. Well, fortunately for this person, after some period, you know, I can't put us into the time machine and recreate history. So before then, before now, I should say, you know, this person didn't know that these extra benefits even existed. And one of these extra benefits specifically applied to her. Maximize Your Medicare, this podcast, YouTube channel, pointing out these very specific things and largely in your favor. I don't want to be one of these people who say, oh, well, you know, the government's trying to rip me off. The insurance company's trying to rip me off. My agent's trying to rip me off. You know, the practical reality is that the competitive pressures, the regulatory pressures are so high on the parties involved, the, the many stakeholders involved. That doesn't make practical sense. You may take the result as a personal matter. Think, well, they've got something against me personally. Yeah, if you step back five feet, step back 50 feet, intense regulatory pressure, intense competitive pressure, mm, you know better. It's that faith that Maximize Your Medicare has written this podcast. I'm Jay, MaximizeYourMedicare.com. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, rate and review. You know, we're not going to make everyone happy. We already know that. But sharing and, you know, commenting, always appreciated. Till next time.